It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, good Bonsoir. evening. Bonsoir, good evening. Thank you for being with us tonight too. 855-905-8255. We are all about love and romance and yes. dating and advice and any questions you have on it. Simon, our last show yes. got really hot and heavy because we were talking about women being able to compartmentalize between sex and love. Uh, it all came from a friends with benefit thing. Like, how long can women be friends with benefits? Is this even possible? That Yeah, and so I, I it really triggered in my mind a question for you, Angie, as a woman, and I want you to help me understand. I have never, never uh, seen... When I would have in the past a friend whose benefit situation well discussed, where everything is, everybody's laid it all out on the from, table. Okay. This is what's going to be with time. Right. I would say three months. Mm-hmm. If you see the person regularly, and this person is not is single, both single, and it's, feelings grows. Feelings grow. Feeling grows, even though you said, and she said, "Well, just going to have a good time." No. So Angie, I believe that women psychology, women soul, women body, everything is about relationship and growing that relationship. Biologically, I think you're right. Psychologically, am I right or wrong? Depends on the time in a woman's life. I think psychologically, yes. Biologically, always. I think that's why with time, like you said, women eventually go to this place. So, Simon, I have an email, a listener email that I want to get to next. Um, The kind of touches on this, and Mm -hmm. it's about menage à trois. Menage à trois. Oh la la, I've never had this uh, this privilege. Okay, well... This is, I, I don't believe you, but this is talking about compartmentalizing, okay? Sex and love. It's mm-hmm. a hard thing for women. It's very easy for men. It's hard thing for women. It's, it's easy and natural because we build like that. I think time, what you said, Simon, time has a lot to do with it. How long are we invested in this scenario before we go to a different place? So let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. So we are talking about compartmentalizing feelings. Yes. And this all started from a show that we had the other day about how women eventually, if you're in a friends with benefits or uh, just pure ooh-la-la relationship, somebody develops feelings. It's usually the woman, yeah. biologically, let's oh, be honest. 99% of the time but when I, there is ooh-la-la. Yes, but I feel like time has a lot to do with that. Like, how long is this process? The longer we're in it, of course, the more we're going to develop feelings. So we have a listener email that I want to get to that's kind sure. of on this subject. This comes from Anya, who listens on Mix 106 in Philly. Hello, Philly. She says, hey, Simon and Angie. Hey, bonjour. Anya. She says, I have a little problem I'm hoping you can help me out with. My best friend wants me to join her and her husband in bed. Mm-hmm. He's turning 40. He's always wanted to have a menage a trois. Mm-hmm. So she wants to arrange it for his birthday. I've been with couples before. I'm attracted to both of them, but I'm afraid that things will get weird afterwards. What should I do? Simon, what is your feelings <laughs> about a woman having a menage a trois with her best friend and the best friend's husband as opposed to strangers, which I think is very different? So you tell me. I think that you should never have a menage à trois with your best friend. You should only have, if you want to, menage à trois with total strangers, safely. Strangers. Because 
the, the, the once the menage a trois is over, the stranger goes away. Yes, and you never see them again. Never, it was a very sexy time in your life. Enchanting and, evening. Yes, enchanting evening. Enchanting evening. Right, a and that, that that couple will have you to fantasize about in the future. Yes, you have them to fantasize about. You never have to see each other. It's never awkward again. So you think with the friends, no good, no good. Never, Angie. Would you agree with me on I this? I a thousand percent agree with you. I think with especially your best friend or anybody that you're going to see on a regular oh, basis. absolutely. I mean, there's a huge risk anyway with any ménage à trois, but with, your, with, with friendship, yes. you add another risk of losing your friends. You, so. had a, you had a very serious layer because now your friend is still going to be your best friend, hopefully. Yes. Um, and you'll see them at parties, at your house, in your home, playing with your kid, talking with your husband, and in the back of your mind, are they... Looking at each other a certain type of way. You know, it's interesting. The French almost invented the ménage à trois yes. the expression. And so it's true in France. That would never occur that you would even think of a ménage à trois with your friend. But Describe never. the difference. Because in in France, yes. with, it's very common ménage à trois. But it's yeah. never with a married couple together and somebody. It's but separate. Totally yes? separate. That's the rule. So that's why for a split second I thought, oh, but I know this answer because from where I'm from, They've, they've have, they have, and they will have a lot of ménage à trois right. all summer, I'm sure. But it's never with your friend, never. Uh, it, it's 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 a common rule. Uh, but you have to also be able to handle it afterwards. Friends or no friends, Angie. Well, and, right? and I think there has to be ground rules. If you are going to have, let's say, it's not with your best friend. Let's say it's with a stranger. Yes. And you and I are married, Simon. Yes. We have to have rules. You can touch this way. You cannot do this. You right. can do this. You cannot do that. You can have no contact. You have to lay. I this. think before you do it, there has to be a lot of communication and after as well. Let me ask you this. And let's say hypothetically, you and Jason. Yes, hypothetically. Hypothetically, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> Would you let Jason French kiss another girl in that ménage à trois, or the French kiss is not going to happen? I would say if we decided that that's what we were going to do. That all bets were off. He but can do whatever he wants. What would you like? Can he French I would kiss like him another to, girl or if, not? If we're going in, we're going in. I would like him to do whatever he wants to do because this is a fantasy. This is a one time. We're never going to see this woman again. And that's the way it is. That drives French women crazy, which you Why? say. Because the French kissing... is so intimate. Yes, that is You don't is think not, there are other things that are very... I, I totally agree with you, but it's a, it's a, it's a tradition in the French ménage à trois... You do not French kiss a stranger. Okay. You do everything else if all right. you all agree to. And you said you can all in. Interesting. I would go all in because we both agree to do this at this point. We know what we're getting into. We might as well do I, what we want to do. And then that's what it is. And I we leave it there. I can't see you watching Jason French kissing another woman in front oh, of you. Oh, well, you just don't know me that well then, Simon. Uh, maybe I don't not. Know. Well, maybe you don't know what we <laughs> do. Ooh la <laughs> la, G and Jason. Well, we have some people, Simon, that want to talk about this whole menage a trois, compartmentalizing of yes. Friends with Benefits, 855-905-8255. When we come back, let's go to the phones on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we've been talking about mesdames et in your relationship, and sometimes friends with benefits. It's hard to compartmentalize. And one woman said, "Hey, my best friend wants to with me and my husband." I'm like, we were both saying, "Not a good idea with the best friend." Not a good idea. Maybe a stranger. Let's go to the phone eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. We have Alicia listening right now on Tampa Bay's Mix one hundred point seven. Hi, Alicia. Bonjour, Alicia. Bonjour. 
Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to get through. Ah, thanks for listening to the rendezvous. Yes, thank you. Do you have an opinion? Oh, thank you. Yes, you're welcome, honey. Do you have an opinion on what we were talking about? I, I have a real life situation, actually. I wanted to share Even and better. hopefully warn. Um, don't ever do it. I agree with you and Simon. Never, never. Wait, we didn't say never, one. never. Wait, 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 Alicia. We didn't say never, never. We said never, never with your best friend. We said with a stranger, sure. But who did you do this with? Uh, yeah, see, that's it. I, I didn't, I didn't do the stranger bit. I, mm. it was my lifelong best friend and her husband. I'm actually the godmother of their child. Ooh. So you were the godmother yeah. and oh, the guest star in the bedroom. Yeah, and the thing is, is that um. It's been both of their fantasy, not with me per se, just mm-hmm. in general to have a, a third person, a woman okay. in the bedroom. And my my friend, the female, is very okay with it. And okay. her husband, I've actually known her husband longer than her. We we grew up together. You know, I'm okay. talking elementary school. Right. And long story short is she thought she would be able to trust me, which she can, more than a stranger in bed with her husband and her. Mm-hmm. And it was all cool until the first time her husband and I were alone after that. Okay, Alicia, I, I have yeah. to make you stop right here because I am dying to hear the rest of the story, but we have yeah. to take a quick break. Can you hold on okay. and tell us what happened the first time you oh. were together? Okay, Hang when on, we babe. come back, <laughs> yes, the suspense. It I'm is. dying to find out. Me too. Hold, hold on one second, Alicia. I want to hear how this turned out. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Alicia on the phone listening in Tampa Bay. We Mm -hmm. were talking about uh, the menage Menage à trois trois. and how it can be dangerous when it's a best friend or a really close friend or somebody you see every day as opposed to just a stranger. stranger. Yes. Yes. And Alicia, you were telling us this story about how your best girlfriend and her husband had you as the guest star one evening, and it was all fine until you saw him. So please continue, because Simon and I have been sitting here biting our fingernails, just waiting to hear the rest. Well, it it, isn't, you know, unfortunately, it is kind of a a bad outcome. Uh, We are still friends, but the first time that I was alone with my friend's husband, like, he's also my friend, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, after said uh rendezvous with the three of us he he became weird um like giving me like kind of like side side signals and and, like you felt like there was he was trying to i don't know re-hook up would have okay he he would have a hundred percent not a doubt do you think that he would have without your best friend in the picture he would have just the two of you that's the problem is i i know he would have and i had to put the brakes on it and now it's awkward now it's awkward i don't you know i am uncomfortable you know i know i wouldn't but i don't right because you you don't want him hitting on you you don't want to have more tension between you and your best friend yes and it's it's ruined the relationship i feel like if it's somebody that close to you there's no way you can't feel a certain type of way like are you and her husband looking at each other a certain way is is the wife mad at him every time you're around like it's a very weird dynamic um it it certainly is and you totally i I think that you know and that's why it's a risky no matter what to have a menage a trois with a friend worse or a stranger because it's like testing a new cuisine so you might 
might like it more than what you're cooking at home. You might enjoy the cuisine of that new person more or the cooking more than you own. Thank you so much, Alicia, for calling. Thanks for listening in Tampa. Simon. Thank you very much, Alicia. Thank you. More of the rendezvous. I love you guys. We love you. More of the rendezvous when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This has been a very interesting ooh la la first hour of the rendezvous. So, Simon, we've been talking about uh, menage a trois and yes. compartmentalizing the difference between love and ooh la la and how hard that can be. And we just had Alicia calling in telling us about how she had wow. menage a trois with her best friend and her best friend's husband, and it's not good. Exactly. Now, I have a question for you that came to my mind as a woman. I was thinking... You're a woman, you're married. Yes. And um, what would happen if instead of uh, wanting to bring in a menage a trois woman, uh-huh. Jason would say, I would like to bring a man. If he said it if or if I said it? Know, well, both. Because I've said it. I've said it. Oh, you've <laughs> said it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I've well, said and what did he it say? It would be amazing. Uh, he's very afraid of. Um, he's not afraid of, of seeing, I don't think, that scenario. I think he's more afraid of. Of the man, the other man in the equation, thinking that he wants in on the man situation. But why would he think that if everything is clear? Well, because it's all when you're in menage a Well, that, that's the thing. Like, that's, how clear is the the other the guy? Oh. Right. So I think that's the problem. And this is what I'm saying about menage a And what our uh, Alicia, with her friend, is I think communication is the most important part before and after the act and I think when you are mixing in people that you see every day, whether it's a coworker, a best friend, whatever it is, it's that's when it gets really difficult because there's residual. I don't want to see you anymore after this. Maybe we had a couple of cocktails and I'm not feeling the right way. Or maybe I just want to keep it in a fantasy in my head in this box. And now I'm seeing you every day and you're ruining this fantasy that I had about it. So so for you, uh, you know, hypothetically, it would be only a woman that would be acceptable well, that's, in the fantasy. I feel like that's typically the only way it ever arises because women are so – women gravitate toward other women and, and it becomes the scenario more often than not. I feel like for men that's a harder barrier to – It is. Especially but, with a married woman. Like if, would you approach a married man and a woman – Saying, hey, I would love to have my oh, No, absolutely not. I, I've never approached anybody like that. Right. B- but but here's the thing, and I'm asking you, like, hypothetically to understand. The fear from the man would be to be touched by the other man he doesn't want to or to see it or the jealousy factor that he may be a better lover than him. And and then... I don't think the, okay. I don't think it is the jealousy factor. I think, honestly, because my husband and I have had this discussion. Oh. We talk about fantasies. Yeah, sure. I think a lot of women fantasize about two men. Um, so we talk about the fantasy because I know he fantasizes about two women. Do you, do you women. think so, Angie? I think women I fantasize about other women. We, th- we, okay, that's number one. We absolutely fantasize about other women, but okay. we fantasize about other men too, I think. I'm looking at Jill, and Jill is nodding, our producer. She's like, yes. We fantasize about all sorts of things. Uh, and I'm discussing it on national radio, everybody. But um, when that conversation has come up, because we do talk about our fantasies, yeah, uh, it's always been, well, I just, you know, I'm fine, but I don't want anybody thinking that I want to do anything with them. Because a lot of times yes. in, a, in a menage a trois situation with two women and a man, the women will participate the men will participate with both women. Both women will participate with each other because that's part of the fantasy as well. I think when it comes sometimes to two men and a woman, there's a lot of 
don't cross swords. Don't look at each other in the eye. Like, don't. Well, if you, you if, know, if, I mean, I if feel you're like not it bi- should if be... you're not bisexual, of course. I mean, if of you're not course. bisexual, of course. But then, emotion- but men are so afraid. I think of of even feeling like they looked at a certain thing at a certain time, and I don't know where that comes from with men. Women are more open about that mm. feeling, and men are very. Yeah, afraid like somebody in the room has got a hidden camera is going to show everyone that oh my gosh this went on <laughs> but this is where it comes into comp- compartmentalizing yes. what i was saying like you know some men can very much compartmentalize that part um whereas some women can too and they don't catch feelings where men don't feel like they're going to be judged it's like in the locker room some yes. of us don't yes. care to get naked in Thank front of you. all the others some of us are afraid exactly i love you i let you conclude in your mind the why i agree a thousand the, the locker room thing. scenario is perfect but, some guys are fine like yeah. swatting each other with a towel the other guys are changing in a stall well, where nobody can see them there is that and there's other things but gosh i always wanted to be a locker room reporter i'm, I'm really upset that that never <laughs> happened but that's a different conversation i don't know if we should ever let you close to me. I, I was one reporter. time. I oh, was you were? Yes, and um, it was fantastic. I wish I... I love my job, but I, I did it the wrong way. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, more, yeah. more... Simon, let's wrap this up because it, it, I could go to a very naughty place. So let's wrap this up, okay? <laughs> when we come back, but we have more of the rendezvous. But let's do Bonjour Simon Marcel. Yes. We have an email. When we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Also, Simon and Angie on all our social media and simonandangie.com if you want to send an email. We're going to get to an email right now, Simon. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Somebody needs your love and romance advice. I'm here. Let's go to Jamie from Forest Park, Illinois. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I don't know if it's she or he. Oh, it is she. Okay. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Jamie. I'm having a problem with my boyfriend. He never does anything romantic for me anymore. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, he used to take me out, buy me flowers, give me compliments, but that's over. I tried to talk to him about it, but he just does not understand why it's such a big deal. How can I get him to understand that romance is important? Simon, please tell Jamie what she should do to inspire her man to do more gestures like cards, flowers, romance. Well, Jamie, and first of all, thanks for uh, writing to us in, in the Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Us men have many weaknesses. One of them, we sometimes do not understand that romance is the expression of love. What is romance? Is the expression of caring, loving, paying attention to your partner. Mm-hmm. Without the romance, your wife becomes an object. A roommate. But in the case of Jamie, she would be an object uh-huh. and not a subject. Okay. That's the big difference. Okay. Okay. Because he wants to ooh-la-la. An object but not, and not a subject. So you I are, exactly, that. you're not the object of love, you're the object of lust. You are the subject of love because a, a subject is a human being. Mm-hmm. And us men has to understand when we pay attention, we open up the heart of a woman for us. She needs to play this on a tape for him to let him know, but she has to let him know. She has to. Right. And and really, and he can call us too, but I really hope men understand. We all sometimes make that mistake. Right. The difference, 
object and subject. Okay. Object of desire, subject of love. I love it, Simon. Simon, when we Thank come you. back, I want to talk about, you know, we're talking about relationships as we always do. Um, and I want to talk about the reasons in relationships that women cheat. And because you were talking about Let, romance, that's yeah. one of the things. Yeah. So let's talk about that when we return, okay? Let's do that. On The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. Hello. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are all about love, dating, and romance. And I want to get into this article I found on my favorite website, popsugar.com. It's the seven honest reasons why women cheat. Because I think cheating is always placed on men. Like, men are always cheating. But you know what? Women do it, too. And a lot more than they used to back in the day. So let's talk about this. I mean, I'll get more into it in our next break, but I'll give you the first one. Okay. And I think a lot of these reasons apply same for men and women. And you tell me if you agree. Uh, The number one reason is low self-esteem. So they're saying with women, she might cheat Mm -hmm, because her mm -hmm. self-esteem is so low. She needs more than one person to boost it up. This affair of hers may have made her feel like she's sexy or wanted again because inside she doesn't feel either of those things, sexy or wanted. You know, things kind of fizzle out. Deprivation, right? Yes. Number two is boredom. Uh, She just Mm -hmm. might be bored with life. And Mm -hmm. I think the same Mm -hmm. is for men. Agreed. She may be feeling restless inside. She's not happy at work or she's jaded over being a mother or growing older or life after college, feeling empty inside can lead to very bad choices. And that can happen with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cheating, drugs, alcoholism. I mean, feeling empty inside leads to a whole host of things. So I want to get more into the reasons that women yes. cheat. And I want to take calls on it too. 855-905-8255. Sometimes the reasons are different between men and women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about women specifically yes. first. Okay. Okay. When we return, and romance is one of them. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And you're our romance expert. So, Simon, when we return, the romance side of why women cheat on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about, with women specifically, the Mm -hmm. seven honest Mm -hmm. reasons why women cheat. I found this, Simon, on popsugar.com. I love that website. They have so many relationship issues. But uh, number one uh, was low self-esteem. Yes. And number two was boredom. I think that goes universal for men and women. Low self-esteem and boredom. You want somebody to uh, pump you up, make you feel sexy, or you're just bored in your life. Okay, so uh, this is where I want your advice, Simon. Okay. The number three reason is romance. Okay, you are French. You are romance. Mm -hmm. You are a romance expert, Simon Marcel. Mm -hmm. Number three says women crave romance. When a relationship has no romance, a woman might just bark up the tree of another partner who has a song or a dance or a poem in their heart for the lady. So men can get into a routine of saying, hey, I have on the clock, ooh la la. I have somebody I live with, but no more romance. Because uh, women only feel appreciated and wanted when they feel romance. Right. Way more than doing the ooh-la-la. Right. Because romance is paying attention, right? Yes. Ooh-la-la is an act of nature and stuff like that. That's men, where, yeah, men feel 
appreciated and feel wanted only in the ooh-la-la. You can't romance a man. Exactly. It doesn't do the same effect on our mind, on our heart, and everything below. And we women feel like men want to have the ooh-la-la with everyone. The difference between True. us and the woman on the street is the romance. That's If you're taking Absolutely. the time to romance us, Absolutely, that indeed. means you have feelings, exactly. yes? Exactly. That's the expression of feelings. We care about you. We want to romance you, not just because make the ooh-la-la. romance takes work. Of course, yes. of course, of it's, course. It's a, and attention. Day. Yeah, and attention. It separates you from the rest. Thank you. Okay, so Simon, let's let's move on with the honest reasons that women cheat. Uh, distraction from a sick spouse. So sometimes the spouse is using drugs or drinking. That That's what they mean by sick. Like they, they don't want to deal with it anymore. They need attention in a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, addictive behavior on the woman. She may be using substances or is addicted. Addicted to sex, attention, shopping, gambling, whatever it may be. Sometimes uh, finding a, a, an affair somewhere else is just as exciting as some of these addictions she may have. Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis, hormones. For women, she might be having a midlife crisis. Men aren't the only ones who panic over getting older. We women do the same thing. But when you said that, I just, I, do you think that would explain that? I think. I don't see that. I think sometimes it, that's all it takes. Um, in a lot of these situations, if it's a midlife crisis and you're having a case of not feeling good about yourself, it all goes back to ego, right? It all goes back to your self-esteem, your self-esteem, and which is the number one reason. And I think that self-esteem thing is trickles down into every other reason. All of it is self-esteem, don't you think? I, Ego, I, self-esteem. Yeah, the, the the me inside of you, but the the big me. But here's a question for you, Andrew, about this. Do you think that if suddenly your husband will not romance you whatsoever, uh, look, you're very successful at work and all of this. Do you think that not being filling your, your ego, you know, caress at home and all this, you could go that way if you have a successful job? Or you need everything to go down to let yourself... We all need balance. I feel imbalanced. My career is great. Yeah. I love it. So then but it doesn't self-esteem. fulfill me in a different way. There's a self-esteem that comes with work. Yeah. There's a self-esteem that comes with being a mother. Like if, if I don't feel like I'm a good mother, my self-esteem struggles. If I don't feel like I'm a good wife or a good partner, my self-esteem struggles in a, in a different way than work. So those are all different okay, right. facets. So I like that. Yeah, so if I'm concentrating too much on the work or the mothering, I'm going to feel like I'm not giving my man enough attention or vice versa. And then something suffers. It's the balance that we all have to keep up with that's so hard for married working mothers. That's a very hard thing. You sure. touched on something very important, yeah, Simon. A, okay, thank you. It's and, good insight. Yes, and then feeling shut out. If your spouse is shutting you out, ignoring you, treating you as a job outside of their life, you're shut out. That is another one. So that, that's the main seven. But I want to take some calls because people are calling up. Um, and I want to hear why mm-hmm. women cheat. Why have you cheated? Why has your wife cheated or girlfriend cheated on you? Have you been cheated on, Simon? Uh, sadly, I have. And I have some stories about that. Okay, too. good. I want to hear questions. Your, yes, I want to hear your story, Simon, about why that happened. Yes. Or if you've cheated. I have and, that too. Okay, good. And I want to hear our, what our callers have have to say 855-905-8255 our phone lines are open let's go there next when we return on the rendezvous welcome back to the rendezvous with simon and angie simon i found this uh article about honest reasons that women cheat Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we always are like oh men are cheaters men are cheaters but women cheat too 
It happens. Really, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it happens, and it happens more than I think people think. And there were so many reasons. Number one is the self-esteem. I think that's for both sides of the fence. So let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. On the line, Simon, say hello to Ariel, listening on Mix 106 in Philly. Hey, Ariel. Bonjour, Ariel. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. Hello. Thank you for calling us. Yes. Do you have something to contribute about reasons why women cheat? Well, I think that the temptation for either sex, but coming from a woman's perspective, is um, mystery is the fundamental thing you need in creating romance, which is not really knowing the person and creating a fantasy behind them. And when you're already with them and you've been together and you live together and you got the kids, it's hard to create that spark, and it's easier to find it outside the house. Um, that goes into, I think, the romance, though, Simon. Don't you think like that is all about, um, you know, creating new opportunities? The, the, the romance, the romance is the most important part uh, when it comes to your intimacy between a man and a woman, or even partners. Making uh, things new and exciting. Always making things, making you smile. Making you feel good, making you feel beautiful, making you feel making sexy, making you feel special. Yes, women needs to feel they're not one of many, but the one and only. That mm-hmm. is what a man should remember. Yes, women should only feel like the one and only, right? Not one of many, right? I agree, Simon. I agree, yeah. and and let's go off that when we come back. Can you hang on the line with us for one second, Ariel? I want to talk more about that, about the romance. Let's do that because that's one of the biggest things on this list. When we return. Why do women cheat? Mm-hmm. Not about men. Let's talk about the women when we return <laughs> on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about the seven honest reasons, according to popsugar.com, why women cheat. Simon, uh, low self-esteem. I think that goes on both sides. And then we have a caller on the line, Ariel, listening in Philadelphia on Mix 100. Oh, Mix 106, who says romance. And really it goes under the romance umbrella, I think, Ariel, because you're saying you're looking for something sexy and exciting. Mm-hmm. And isn't that, Simon, up to the man as well, right? Yes, it's up to both. Both. Really. It's up to both. It's up to both. But in, in the old school that I come from, I think man has, has huge, uh, a man has a huge role to play when it comes to romance, making it exciting, making you feel special, making you feel desirable, complimenting on what you wear, your shoes, your makeup, paying attention. There's wor- nothing worse, correct me if I'm wrong, for a woman to feel you is never being watched anymore, looked at by you. The man. As, as a sex symbol it, yeah, in your own you relationship. Just, yes, you're just a, a mate or roommate or best friend, yes. but not this sex symbol and the most beautiful woman in his life. Yes. Ariel, right? Ariel I know you were saying... Um, you know, when you're in a relationship and you have kids, I don't know if this has happened to you, but when I was in a relationship with my daughter's father, I felt like I was looked at as the mother and not as the sexy girlfriend anymore. Well, I just think you can get in like the cycle of life and doing the dishes, waking up in the morning, going the to work. The chore list. It's, yes. Yeah. Kids could be the reason or not. But I think that you can just find yourself in routine like Simon was saying, you have to jazz it up. And it's harder. You know what's easier is running into a coworker and they don't know all your issues and they don't wake up with you with bad breath. Thank you. They see you as new and shiny and sparkly. Ariel. Exciting. Ariel, please stay on the line with me because you're touching on something I really want to touch on for our next segment. And we have a little bit more time to talk. Can you hang on for one second? Absolutely. 
Perfect. So, yeah, Simon, you. when we come back, this is a really interesting I like it. thing that, that Ariel just touched on. She because did. we have this routine every day when we're moms and we work. Let's get into that a little bit when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I want to close out this topic, but it's been so good and so heavy about the reasons that women cheat. Very interesting. Yes. Yes. And we have Ariel, who's listening on Mix 106 in Philadelphia. Ariel, thanks for staying on the line. But you touched on a really good thing when you were talking about a married woman who has children, who's a working mother, Uh and how you go to work and you're like this new and shiny thing because every day you're dressed up at work. And on the weekends, I'm not going to lie, I'm yoga pants, I'm doing laundry. It's probably not the sexiest thing in the world, (laughs) but the guy at work doesn't know the difference. Is that what you were getting at and how that's attractive? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of the fact that they don't know you as much they're getting the highlight reel right the highlight reel it's well said it is well said that's exactly what it is you're getting you're getting our greatest hits at work Mm -hmm. because you see us all dressed up you see makeup on makeup on hair done you're seeing us in our best element to that question to both they're turned on by that yes to both of you ariel Uh, ariel are you a mother or are you uh, uh, not a mother i'm actually not a mom okay so it's Interesting. So, so Angie's a mom. You're not a mom. Okay. When you go out of the house in the morning, both of you, uh, you dress up because as a protection against the rest of the world or as a pride. What is the reason after all you make such an effort outside of for the, work? You mean for work? Because anytime you get out, outside of the home, we compared have to. to with we, your boyfriend and your husband. We, when we get dressed up for work, it's because we have to get dressed up for work. We're getting paid to get dressed up. Yes, but we're we're being professional. You, we have a job to right? do. Right, but you dress up anytime you get out of the house. Do you ever get out of the house looking totally sloppy? Rarely. I go to Target in sweatpants well, I'll, and I'll grab a coffee and look like yesterday's. Thank you. But that's what. But usually, when you get out of the house, don't you make an effort? It depends on where I'm going. If I'm going on a date with my husband, yes. If I'm going out. Yeah. For the night with my girlfriends? Yes. But, when I mean, you, so, Ariel, if we're being honest, if we're going to Starbucks or Target or the no. grocery store, we're not dressing up for anything. You know how much work goes into a woman to look her Please. best? It's not like a dude who takes a shower and he's it's, like, I got dressed up for you. Like, yes, women, it's, I put it's on easy. layers of makeup. It's I easy. Do my extensions. I look Thank amazing, you. Thank you. Natural. When Angie, because Angie's married and, and has a 12 year old, Angie, when you at home, yes. do you find home to be? A place where the rule is casual. Casual. Casual, casual. Casual. It, my husband makes fun of me because he says there's a bra farm on our top floor. <laughs> and when I walk in the front door, you know what I'm saying, Ariel? The first yeah. thing that comes off is the bra. Free. Let them free, relax. Cause is that I a common I have never heard this I story. Don't, uh, yes. I is don't, that a common thing for all women? Is it? Do you think? I mean, get it off. Get it off. Do you think most women do that? Most, I think most women do. It's especially if you're working all day and it's Mm -hmm. you got underwire. It's I knew you would take off high heel shoes because that too, all of it. You take off everything that you put on to go out and fight the world. You know, and you need the heels and the bag and the hair and the makeup and the bra. You take everything off. You have to fight the world. And Ariel, am I right? No, you are dead on. Fascinating. Guys, we have to put on armor. Every Fascinating day. conversation, though. Hey, if you were fighting, uh, you know, in armor, 
against another guy with a sword and a horse and a metal armor, what would you do as soon as you walked in the door? You'd throw down the your- cattle then. Y- take it all For sure. off. No, it makes sense. And just be you. But I never thought about it like this, the way you said it. Like. Right. And it's not sexy maybe sometimes it's to not, our husband. That's the thing. It's life. Is life really sexy all the time? It's not. Life. It's functional. It's, it's love. Thank it's, you. Life is not sexy all the time, but that that's when people say that marriages and relationships are work, like Ariel saying life isn't always sexy, it, you have to preserve the sexy and sometimes take that extra effort to don't take the bra off right away. Maybe don't take the makeup off right away. Maybe wear their heels to bed. Maybe do a little something Ooh sexy la la. extra. Yes, it's that's the work we're talking about. Relationships are not that hard sometimes. But there's another aspect of it, and probably when we come back, I want to hear what you think men should do better when they come home. I want to know what men do because I want to hear from do. women okay. what men should do to be, you know, more, you know, attractive and, and when they and come more, home. Yeah, when they come home. Once we don't, what we don't see, right? Because we see our friends at work or friends when, you know, at night. But then I want to hear from you guys and, and from you, Angie, especially. Ariel, I hope you keep listening because this now is you, be interesting. I, I, I want to know. What you think about our next conversation about men, like just coming home and And popping their butts on the couch and watching Monday Night Football. All the mistakes we make so we don't do it again. That's not sexy. (laughs) Ariel, (laughs) thank you so much for staying on with us for so long. You had such great points about this conversation. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you very much for calling us. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. More when we come back. Thank you tonight for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we had a great show tonight. Another one, yes, Angie. And another one. And, and another one and another one. You were on fire, like every so night. So were you. No, so were you. You're humble servant. Simon and Angie on all of our social media platforms. Please check us out. Also, simonandangie.com if you ever want to send an email. We had a great show talking about having a menage a trois with someone <laughs> you know. Uh, that was the email from Anya. Also, being romantic and why women cheat. The romance really came into it, too. Simon, mm-hmm. you had a great Simon Says from this whole evening thanks angie now I, I said we men want to feel like the one and only not one of many oh we men want to feel special cut paste print tag everywhere that is the greatest quote thank you angie. we men want to feel like the one and only not one of many not one guys of many. remember what i just said i you know i this one is goes a long way well speaking and, of the guys you you had a good point earlier because we were talking about hey you know sometimes as women uh, you know, when we cheat, it's because we feel like we're stuck in this rut where we work and then we just come home and the bra comes off and we're going to Target and going to Starbucks or wherever we go. And it's yoga pants and kids and routine, blah, blah, blah. And you said, what do I want to know what men do when they come home? That's annoying. That is annoying. So we don't do it anymore. That you get stuck and in a so rut. So I want to know from Angie. Yeah. Yes. So I want to know from Angie. Uh, what she thinks and what happens. It, I, I will tell you. The different men you dated before Jason, your husband Jason. Okay. I want to learn from you. Okay. And well, so Jason guys, does things too. That it's stuck in a rut. So let's talk about that on <laughs> well, our next show. Let's, let's do that. Yes. I like that. Okay. Tomorrow so, night then. Please, tomorrow night. And anytime, like we said, simonandangie.com if you want to send an email. And we will talk to you tomorrow night on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.